Section 31 of Stories from Le Mort d'Arthur and the Mabinogion, retold by Beatrice Clay. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book 10, Queen Janvier. Chapter 31, How Mordred Plotted Against Sir Lancelot. Before Merlin passed from the world of men, imprisoned in the great stone by the evil arts of Vivian, he had uttered many marvelous prophecies, and one that booted ill to King Arthur, for he foretold that in the days to come a son of Arthur's sister should stir up bitter war against the king, and at last a great battle should be fought in the west, when many a brave knight should find his due. Now among the nephews of Arthur was one most dishonorable. His name was Mordred no knightly deed had he ever done and he hated to hear the good report of others because he himself was a coward and envious but of all the round table there was none that mordred hated more than sir lancelot du lac whom all true knights held in most honour and not the less did mordred hate lancelot that he was the knight whom queen janvier had in most esteem so at last his jealous rage passing all bounds he spoke evil of the queen and of lancelot saying that they were traitors to the king now sir gawain and sir gareth mordred's brothers refused to give ear to these slenders holding that sir lancelot in his knightly service of the queen did honour to king arthur also but by ill fortune another brother sir agravain had ill will to the queen and professed to believe mordred's evil tales so the two went to king arthur with their ill stories now when arthur had heard them he was wroth for never would he lightly believe evil of any and sir lancelot was the knight whom he loved above all others sternly then he bade them begone and come to no more to him with unproven tales against any least of all against sir lancelot and their lady the queen the two departed but in their hearts was hatred against lancelot and the queen more bitter than ever for the rebuke they had called upon themselves and they resolved from that time forth diligently to watch it perchance they might find aught to turn to evil account against sir lancelot not long after it seemed to them that the occasion had come for king arthur having ridden forth to hunt far from carlisle where he then held court the queen sent for sir lancelot to speak with him in her bower then agravaine and mordred got together twelve knights friends of sir gawain their brother and persuaded them to come with them for they should do the king a service so in the twelve knights they watched and waited in a little room until they saw sir lancelot all unarmed pass into the queen's chamber and when the door was closed upon him they came forth and sir agravaine and sir mordred thundered on the door crying so that all the court might hear though traitor sir lancelot come forth from the queen's chamber come forth for thy treason against the king is known to all then sir lancelot and the queen were amazed and filled with shame that such a clamour should be raised where the queen was while they waited and listened in dismay sir mordred and sir agravaine took up the cry again the twelve knights echoing it traitor lancelot come forth and meet thy doom for thy last hour is come then sir lancelot wrought more for the queen than for himself and exclaimed this shameful cry will kill me better death than such dishonour lady as i have been your true knight since the day when my lord king arthur knighted me pray me for i now meet my death then he went to the floor and cried to those without 
fair lords seize this outcry i will open the door and then ye shall do with me as ye will with the word he said open the door but only by so much that one knight could enter at a time so a certain sir colgrevance of gore a knight of great stature pushed into the room and thrust at sir lancelot with all his might but sir lancelot with the arm round which he had rubbed his cloak turned aside the sword and with his bare hand dealed congruence such a blow on the helmet that he fell grovelling to the earth then sir lancelot thrust to and bared the door and stripping the fallen knight of his armour armed himself in haste with the aid of queen and the ladies all this while sir agravaine and sir mordred continued their outcry so when he was armed sir lancelot called to them to seize their vile cries and the next day he would meet any or all of them in arms and nightly disprove their vile slander now there was not one among those knights who dared meet sir lancelot in open field so they were resolved to slay him while they had the advantage over him when sir lancelot understood their evil purpose he set wide the door and rushed upon them at the first blow he slew sir agravaine and soon eleven other knights lay cold on the earth beside him only mordred escaped for he fled with all his might but even so he was sore wounded then sir lancelot spoke to the queen madam said he here may i no longer stay for many a foe have i made me this night and when i am gone i know not what evil may be spoken of you for this night's work i pray you then suffer me to lead you to a place of safety ye shall run no more risk for my sake said the queen only go hence in haste before more harm befall you but as for me i hear i abide i will flee for no traitor's outcry so sir lancelot seeing that at the time there was not he might do for the queen janvier withdrew with all his skin to a little distance from carlisle and awaited what should befall end of section thirty one read by anna nomoska